said burr. It's cold in here. There must be some Jansons in the atmosphere. I said burr. It's cold in here. I said there must be some Jansons in the atmosphere. I said oh oh oh. Hi, I'm Noah. Slow it down. Oh oh oh. Hi, I'm Eliza. Here we go, girls. <laughs> Welcome to the Twin Peaks podcast. Sorry, I did that really well. That, that was improv. Fair of the moment and like really good. You're welcome. I feel ready. I feel cheer. My cheer has been led. Yeah. That's so good. Absolutely. <laughs> Gosh, I love movies. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which myself, Eliza and Anthony are now recording, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Twin Picks, the pop culture podcast where we talk about two movies that have some kind of connection, some kind of similarity, and we chat about which one does its job better. Now, guys, let's see if we can get through this episode without freezing our ass off Ooh. because it's real chilly in the studio it today. Is. It's winter outside. It's fucking it's cold. It's really cold outside, so. but it's actually we're lying. It's really nice and warm in here. Anthony yeah. has really accommodated us with a mm. lovely temperature. Well, it's very easy to do. It's extremely insulated here, like extremely insulated. Mm. So yeah, totally. like I turn the heat on heater on for a bit, like one day. And then even if like the next day, I literally don't use this room. Mm. If I have kept the door closed, I'll come in two days later and it will still be like still. way warmer than the outside yeah. ambient temperature because it just wow. remains. So it does why. feel like insulated, yes. I found it very enjoyable in both these movies watching people be really cold while I was like really comfortable. Mm. Having a little tea, like my that tea. Looks nasty. And I was like in there, I'm like, ew. <laughs> like all rugged up. The movies are not bring it on, by the way. Yeah, they're <laughs> not. No. That was just the only cold based cheer I could think of. <laughs> Eliza and I, we've we've been talking a lot more recently. I, I wonder if you listeners at home know, you probably definitely know, but um our jokes at the start of each episode are, are quite spur of the moment sometimes. <laughs> We really need like a writing staff at this point or something. Uh, need well, Conan's just finished up. We'll get yeah, Conan steal to his write our little jokes at the start. <laughs> totally, mm. but what it was because we- the movies were doing a cold themed Frozen exactly. and Frozen, Frozen, the Frozen, most Frozen, cold, double, <laughs> double possible. Frozen. And as we said last week, this may be the first episode we've had where it's not just like a similar title. Mm. It's the same title. So we've got Frozen from 2010, which is a horror film, mm. and The Frozen you probably you are more know. familiar with. If you have kids, you know and hate Frozen probably. That's it from 2013 with Elsa yeah. and Anna and Kristoff and Hans and Sven, <laughs> Sven and, and Olaf. Olaf. That's it. <laughs> is that it? And Weasel And the Duke Man. of Wesselton. Yeah, Wesselton. Yeah, okay. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Well, trolls, various trolls. Which we will talk. I find the troll in the entire troll debate very interesting. The troll nature debate? of the trolls and the the troll debate. Notice that we'll we'll get there. We really will. Um, <laughs> we have some other things to attend to first before exactly, we kick off exactly. today. I was going to say. First of all, yeah. is um, we've recently set up a page on Buy Me a Coffee. 
which is a lovely way for if you're listening to this and you want to be able to support us little struggling podcasting artists, <laughs> it's a way for you to throw us a few bucks, a few dollary dues, and it'll just, I don't know, support the show. And it's just like a one, it's Keep like not smile. like with a lot of the other ones where you have to make like a consistent donation or anything. No, it can just be like yeah. a one time. Just a one off thing if you feel like doing it. Yeah, Which, we yeah. do have that available now in the show notes below. Exactly. Yeah, you know, this episode's yeah. coming out in July. You've just gotten your tax return. Yeah. You feel like, you know, sending a couple Splurge of hundred thousand, <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars our way. I mean, exactly. a coffee is a really great way of That's doing like, that. That's like, hey, coffee's in Melbourne. <laughs> coffee is <laughs> And it's a donation, so, so I'm pretty sure it's tax deductible for yeah, next year. Yeah, you'll get it back next so, year. <laughs> you know, think about that. Damn. Killer. Too. That's exactly it. Yeah. That is a very good way, actually. I'm very impressed, Anthony. You've That's, done that well. Yeah. It's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Give us I'm, money. <laughs> I'm CFO of this operation. <laughs> yeah. Our treasurer. Um, no, totally. We're just trying to like... You know, we're at, we've crossed the 50 apps mark and Ooh. we're like, we want to be talking to you guys more. We want to be engaging. We want to know what you have to say sometimes. And we want so, your money. <laughs> we want, and we want your money too. So we are going to try one that we've actually, our mum's been telling us to do this bloody forever. <laughs> she is always just like, well, you should get the people to ask you questions and then you can mm. respond to them and stuff. And you know what? I, I think that's a great idea. A lot of my favourite podcasts, I always tune in for that like mailbag kind of episodes. Mm. So uh, in a few weeks' time, we're going to be recording like a mailbag episode, which is you can ask us anything at all and we will respond if we like your question. Mm. If you're like, show us your feet, we won't do that. But like, how much money are you Visit buymeacoffee.com slash Exactly. Yeah, but no, we will settle movie disputes, answer questions about like our movie preferences or, mm-hmm. you know, if exactly. you just have a strongly held opinion about one of the movies we've talked about, we would love to broadcast it. Talk exactly. about your feelings. That's exactly yeah. it. So as And we'll say at the end of the episode as well, like we always do, like you can contact us on the socials or on TwinPicksPodcast at gmail.com. But today specifically we are saying we are going to have an episode where we respond to your questions. If you're listening now, one of those questions could be yours. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Anything else to chat yes, about before we I get I also in? want to know the outcome of previous of week's course, episodes. Of course, of course. So um, we record a few episodes at once with the podcast, like that's kind of how we do it. We like get together and get a few out all at once. So what we're going to start doing as well to make sure you're all going on the Insta and voting is checking out previous winners of our polls. So every Thursday slash Friday, I put the poll up for what this week's episode was to see who won from your votes. And we had some interesting ones Did we recently. get it right or are we not representing the people's <laughs> Opinions on movies. Indeed, indeed. So uh, going back a little bit to our awesome episode with Karis, which is one that I was really interested to see, like would people pick um, Fantastic Mr. Fox or would people pick The Incredibles? We voted for The Incredibles Mm -hmm. and the winner was The Incredibles. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, But it wasn't wasn't, uh, a home run. It was 58% versus 42%. Wow, that's quite close. It's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, it was almost a pretty even split there. Um, one that we had after that we, we, I think this reflects the whole fucking debate we had in our big 50th episode. Mum even checked out this poll and was like, well, that's just ridiculous. What are they talking about? <laughs> Forrest Gump won, but I want you guys to guess what percent Forrest Gump won by. 80%. 87%. <gasps> oh, 
a big I actually didn't let you answer anything. What would, what would you have said? <laughs> I would have said 87%. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And I definitely um, wouldn't. Every time you've asked me to guess the percentage on this podcast, <laughs> I wildly overestimate. Like if you roll the tape back, it's I've never got I, I was glad we got at least two big chill votes. And I oh, respect yeah. those people very mm. much for their vote. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon your mum voted twice? Surely. She created, like, she created all these internet accounts. <laughs> That's how mum gets Still really good at win. the internet finally, is just by trying to vote on her, her children's uh, little internet website. <laughs> and um, the funniest of polls, as we expected might happen when we pick very obscure movies that are hard to find, Link won uh, the poll, which was, I was like, I, surely Monkey Shines would win because I would have thought most people would have. It was more accessible. If anyone had seen it, it's a more accessible one. And we picked Link, but Link won by 100% <laughs> with one vote. <laughs> Stunning. Powerful. Yeah. But that's good, isn't it? Because people, like, this is not, they are, they are not well seen movies. So it's I not prefer... like our fans are bullshitting and being like, I don't oh, want bullshit. Not at all. No, no, no. And we're always going to do the movies that we, we want to talk about. That's just what we're going to do. We're going to do nerdy, <laughs> like, horror movies sometimes. That's just what this space is. Yeah. It's a saving indictment space. of, like, the accessibility of it films is. and, like, streaming yeah. services in Australia in particular. That's all it is. Oh, the nature of streaming now is also just, like, the cooked one of, like, you'll get a platform for a specific thing and, and then, like, then a moves. month later it's, like, what? it's not on that platform. I have to get it on yeah. something else now? Like, mm. ridiculous. Like, I don't mm. really, you see It's Always Sunny it isn't on Amazon Prime anymore and you have to, like, get What's Disney Plus for it in a few months. Like, what? What are we doing? Just yeah. let I why ugh, streaming. Only I streaming service I love is Shutter with all my heart. Everything else <laughs> tires me. Hmm. Anyway, stunning. Should we talk about being chilly? Being yeah. cold? Are you gonna do it chronologically? Will we yeah, let's start do it with chronologically. scary frozen? Let's start with the spooky frozen. <laughs> Okay, Frozen from 2010 is a like American survival film. It's written and directed by Adam Green. And it's really, I reckon, like an elevator pitch movie. Like it's got yeah. a pitch that uh, you're like, oh, if that movie hasn't been made, someone should make it. It's about three college students. They spend a weekend you know, snowboarding and skiing and they get stuck on a chairlift mm-hmm. uh, on a Sunday Sunday night? What night yeah. are they there? On a Sunday night. And the mountain is closed for the weekend. So they are trapped. For the week until Friday. Until Friday. They're, they're trapped on a ski lift for like, you know, if, if well, it ends up not being for five days. But like <laughs> no one's coming for five days. What are they going to do? So it's one of those trapped mm. in a circumstance style movies. And I want to start off by asking you, Eliza, what's your personal relationship towards these kinds of movies yeah. where it's like person in a circumstance where the, like the environment and circumstances mean they like are going to have to do some gruesome shit to get out of it, a la 127 yeah. Hours, The Shallows, Buried, buried things like that? I would say the big issue with these movies is I don't feel like they get better. Like once it's interesting to see how the person gets trapped and see their reaction. Mm. And then the rest of the movie will be like, 
that escalating like oh no now there's an animal that's going to attack them oh no now they've mm. you know they're getting exposure or they're starving or they've you know mm. <laughs> dying of this or that or whatever but very rarely do they not survive <laughs> so you're sort of just I feel like it's just waiting to that point to be like how will they do it mm. and the how will they get out of danger is never as interesting as the inciting how will they get into danger mm. so yeah. the movie that a survival film I think is hard to make innately satisfying. Like it is, it's always yeah. cathartic when at the end they have a big moment being like, oh, my God, I made it. But It's some version of them like stumbling like, onto a road course. and being like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it has, this one had so many of the tropes, right? Like the thing where. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the thing the where always, they always have like one. shallow banter. They're like, when I get out, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. Or they have something. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to go kiss that girl or something. It's like, yeah, all right. All the like, shit we expect, yeah. Anthony, yeah. you have actually seen this one, haven't you? I, like without intending to, you've seen both these films, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, wildly I have actually done that with with not even knowing you were going to do these films yeah. today. So, um, how, how do you remember feeling about this film? Um, it. it was a lot. I listeners of the podcast probably also aware that I'm not like the biggest uh, horror thriller, particularly violence person. I'm not the biggest violence person, so I have like a hard time seeing like gore and people going through horrific shit on screen. So I had like I had a very like visceral response to this film, mm. but that's not to say that it's because of any sort of like particular craftsmanship that yeah. went into the film. It's just because of how I feel about films like this. Um, Where someone's leg go snap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they get, you know, eaten by wolves and shit and all <laughs> that sort of stuff. Um, all that ritz, yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know, is that, I'm sure there, I'm sure that's a whole debate. I'm sure there are theses written about whether or not that's like, that is an effective piece of art, piece of cinema or whatever, yeah. if I like have oh, such a endless response to it or if it's just like... The nature of putting like extreme violence in movies, of course. Yeah. And it's like horror mm. people, I always just find an interesting one when like I don't have much of a relationship to that question. So I find it very easy to justify violence and things. Like mm. I don't remember this as a particularly gruesome film. My main memory of this film is... We were talking about the other day, Eliza, we, we would like get home from school and go on like Apple, Check Apple, trailers. Apple movie trailers, which is just like <laughs> Apple's on like, you know, your MacBook when you like, no, like Mac, Our big home family computer, computer, big family computer. When you open up the Safari browser, it was one of the like auto recommended pages and it would like have all the new movie trailers. And I've always loved movie trailers. And it's so funny because mm. like a movie trailer is so commonly criticized for like to market a film. They essentially want to give away the whole film. And this is one of those films where I kind of go like, oh, maybe just watch the trailer. <laughs> like yeah, you'll get a good sense of, of the in. film. Because all the <laughs> things that are best are in the trailer. guess or you can just assume. Yeah. Being because, like, oh, well, they must have done this or that. Or like, I guess they discussed that. <laughs> yeah. Because the only thing like this movie stuff. really, I kind of think like the only thing that this movie needed to really make it work because it does have a good setup is if it had interesting dialogue to mm. take place between the three characters. And I really don't think the dialogue's very strong. Like, it's frequently yeah. actively bad. Like, frequently... They're not. There's a horrible dynamic between the three of them in a sense that it's... A couple. It's a couple and then the guy's friend. And, like, like they've been best friends for a long time and they always go up to this mountain skiing together. Mm. And then this year he's brought along his girlfriend... So you can see why you're like, oh, that's an interesting setup to stick those three people with that dynamic on mm. this chairlift. This sort of hostility that it's like there already is a bit of competition 
between the new girlfriend so and the old mean. best friend. It's just people being so mean to each if other. They're, they're not likable. I think there w- w- is a way to make them unlikable and really interesting and to make you be like, oh, I don't know if I want these people to die or to survive because they're so annoying. Mm. But they're unlikable and uninteresting. It's just like, oh, my God, please just fall into the ice yeah. already. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot in um, I'm doing an acting course at the moment and, like, we, we did improv for a little bit and it pointed out such an interesting flaw that people go to that I really saw in this film, which is the idea of like when people panic in like an improv, so I suck at improv and do not enjoy doing it in any way, shape or form, by the way, for some reason, our course had an had a, had a, a improv comedy part, but um, that, that's not to criticize the course. It's just to say, I don't do it well. <laughs> I'm just there to act, not to do improv. But um, people when they are nervous or stressed and don't know where to go, will lead with aggression and will lead with being critical. Mm. And it's so it's like, ugly. like, yes, and you suck. <laughs> exactly. And it's been like, oh, you, if you're like panicking, you'll be like, oh, you bitch. Or like, oh, you suck. Oh, you're yeah. like this idiot. And it's like. Or like, I'm going to kill you. Like, be like Exactly. And it's so like- not fun to watch people, mean people, be mean to each other. And I feel like script writing equally when you're like, I guess I'll have dialogue here. Mm. That first impulse that arrives to your brain is just, I'll make these people just like rib each other and be mean Mm. to each other and the first like the way we're introduced to these characters is just like her this woman just been like oh these boys and them just like bagging each other being mean to her being mean to everyone which also makes it difficult because the establishing circumstances of them being on this thing are so like you're like you are so dumb for doing this like essentially the idea being desperate to ski in the middle of the night and like just like seeing little boys like finding like they're essentially just children who aren't able to like communicate a very base level problem, which is mm. him being like which is the one friend being like, We came up here, we come up here to ski, to actually ski, and we've just been doing like the easiest slopes and to going down them your so quickly to accommodate your girlfriend. So it literally I'm just like, why just like all I'm seeing is you be like grumpy to him and like, mm-hmm. like angry to him, being like, "Well, we haven't gotten to do like actually go down like the like a, a, an actual slope yet. We've been like doing the little bunny hops and stuff." And then they decide the time to do that is at like the end of the day. The and with hills. her, it's like with her, with what them. Are you what expecting? was the point? Why didn't you just go off by yourself and have your day? Like it's such just babies. Why- and then the once they realize, okay, we're stuck up here for the weekend. They just continue making choices where I'm like, I I assumed that the writers accounted for like the mm. big one being spoilers, I guess. The the boyfriend <laughs> nah. is he looks like, so much like Zach Efron. Oh my god, he does, literally. The boyfriend is like, I'm gonna jump, like I'm gonna drop from this skate lift. And go down and get help. And go down and get help. <laughs> Which in your brain you assume is being like, okay, he knows he'll probably break something. He's gonna something. break something. And then he'll have to like crawl. To hit, what he's saying is, I'm hoping I make, I survive long enough to get to the bottom of the mountain. That's the implication of that, right? So first off, he just and I hate being the plot hole person in a movie. Like <laughs> yeah. the worst form of film criticism that something like Cinema Sins created in everyone like, is just being like, um, it, it doesn't was a- make sense that they didn't just simply do this. Or exactly. That. It's like that's not a fucking fun way to watch a movie. But in a film where I'm consistently like, why is everyone doing the things they're I think doing? A survival thing where it's like it is literally life or death. You're it's based around choices. It's very, easy it's to very, it's stuff. very present in that like you're constantly waiting. It's the kind of thing where in a conversation you're constantly waiting for someone to say the obvious thing. Mm. Like he, so he drops from the chairlift, but 
fault number one, if you're going to like drop from a high height, you wouldn't just drop from your seat. You would like hold on to the hang on, to hang on to the railing the to shorten the distance and then drop. <laughs> so he drops and his ne- legs break in a really gnarly way, <laughs> like a filthy way. It's like inches of his like leg bones sticking out of yeah. the skin. Which again, oh. I, Anthony, I'm like, okay, dope. You've given me something here. I can watch that. That's chill. But that's what put you off, Anthony. Or yeah. Oh, you're like, sick yeah, but again, yeah. not specific to this movie. I was just yeah, like, it's just oh, yeah. like violence. <laughs> it doesn't gross. even matter. Like to me, it doesn't even matter if I like don't like the character and I like don't yeah. empathize with them and I, or I actively yeah. want them to die. Like it doesn't really yeah. matter. It's you don't still, want to see it's that. Still <laughs> acting, Absolutely. It's a very mm-hmm. like primal instinct in no, me very for fair. some reason, which I can't And explain. I also in my life have at many times not accommodated that enough with other people because I've just never had it. Well, I have as a kid, I'm sure, but I've just been like, oh, shut up, just watch it. And I'm like, no, some people are like, I don't want to see that. Like <laughs> that would suck, which I should, all horror people need yeah. to be accommodating of, obviously. Anyway, he breaks horror his legs people. and then he's just like, Oh no, now I like help me. He's like, ow. Ow. My leg broke. And I'm like, what? Isn't the point now that you're gonna like crawl onto your snowboard and like just not like stand up on it, but just like slide down just the mountain? Commando, like you have arms, drag and yourself down. Straight up, he's just like, no, I'm staying here until you guys can help me. Like, that would, what? That would still be like excruciatingly yeah, painful. Of course, like but even if you were po- if you were using your arms and your legs that were mangled were dragging you. behind oh. you. Oh totally. Like, that but would be a your lot. point your yeah. Like thought process was straight up. No, I'm going to fall and like just get up and yeah. go. What? Yeah, he should have fallen better. And like that isn't. But again, no one's even saying that. No one's even being like. You will break your legs, legs And he's just like, okay, well, we'll try and help you. It's like, what? Mm. Uh, anyway, yeah. Did you find that a lot? Like that, just generally, like the circumstances they were finding themselves in. I, I was like, this isn't the way you would deal with yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> and particularly towards the end of the movie when they do sort of have a plan and they're like, okay, we'll just have to do this. It works, and you're like. Oh, you guys didn't Think do that, that immediately? Yeah. Which is... Um, well, it sort of works. Yeah. Because another person <laughs> dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, so Being the eaten by a wolf guy. is scary. That would be Yeah, pretty shit. scary. <laughs> but I don't like um, that we just don't see him. Yeah. I found it kind of cool that he does get killed off, off screen or whatever. I don't know. I didn't mind that. Yeah. That it was like... How does he, she he, survive again? It like falls, it like breaks, and it yeah. just jumps off. The chairlift happens to fall, like fall off for some reason, which is sort of unlikely because he was um, this Climbing, second guy yeah. crawled off it and went down a ladder, which I think that just seems like the first thing they should have so tried. obvious, yeah. And he skis away for help, chased by wolves. <laughs> the chairlift breaks down and like comes off the wire, and she jumps off it and survives. And as she's crawling down the mountain, she sees that he got eaten by wolves too, so she's the only survivor. And yeah. as the best actor in the movie, it She's feels good. correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like definitely. Yeah. She's definitely the best actress, yeah. But again, I think I think with all these trapped in a space things, you need to have like a good grip on like keeping people engaged in the character then. And something like Barry does it quite well. Like I think about a film like Barry and I go like, oh yeah, like I find... Like even the nature of this this kind of story structure means you can find out about a person. Like you, you lo- you're learning about a character in a different way that a, us- a movie would usually teach you about a character. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, it's like they know each other surely better than this. Or like what the nature of all the conversations where it's like people doing 
Well, that's exactly what it is. It's always people doing like big kind of like Sam Shepard monologues about like things like their, yeah, their my, they heart, my high school sweetheart and what I did yeah. appreciate their life. And you're like, oh, it's kind of an uninteresting way. Yeah. To find. It's just, so, yeah, as you said, it's just the most conventional version of every one of those conversations. Going off Buried as an example, that had like time pressure and it was like he yeah. only has like a couple of hours of oxygen. Like it's pretty much real time. Yeah. And With- it also really invests you in the solution, like – when it feels mm. like what he's figured out, the way he's going to get out is going to work, just as that happens, the obstacles increase. Like as his yeah. objective to get out, it feels more possible. And trying to do one thing will cause more issues. Like Exactly. The forces against him collide and you're like, oh, wow, he really could get out of this. I really want yeah. him to. Whereas with this one, you're kind of just all, I and don't know. sort of fall asleep up there it. and wake up with like frostbite and things. Yeah. I think it does have the issue of cold like hypothermia, not being say, very do you, cinematic. Do you find the idea of the um, like hypothermia and like being frozen and stuff like quite scary? Or <laughs> yeah, of course. Like in terrible. the do you like the film? I remember that's the well? big thing I remember in the trailer. Yeah, them gripping the onto the ice and then like having to rip away and your skin comes off and stuff. Like your that's hand, horrible. your your hand falling asleep, like holding onto the bar, oh. and then it just being like frozen <laughs> to the bar. Like that's the main one I remember. Yeah. yeah, but I think like yeah, it's a slow creeping death. And it requires that the actors just kind of shiver and look cold the whole time. It's not mm. something very visceral. Like we've all been cold. We know how that feels to be really cold. Mm. But I think as a horror thing, it's just not that compelling. Like watching people slowly, slowly freeze to death and just be like, I'm cold, me too, like for yeah. two hours. It's like, hmm. I guess yeah. hence like the wolves. <laughs> yeah, they need the rest of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wolves, Yeah. Mm. Imagine your friend being eaten by wolves below your feet. That would suck. Ooh, yeah. I yeah. I, know. I just also there was an element yeah. of like the suddenness of this happening that I was like, yeah, it's just quite interesting. To be like, what if you found yourself in a situation where one moment you'll be like, oh, random, the chairlift stopped. All right, well, it'll be back on in a sec, and then you're mm. like going on chatting about random shit, and then the lights go off, and instantly, like a few hours later, your boyfriend's dead. I feel like yeah. that's like the suddenness of these kind of circumstances and being like, I guess being like how quickly I'm in a life wrong. or death situation. But then what happens I guess that's from my there? Life. They're just waiting around just and wait. slowly. And as you said, and then the escape try is quite way obvious. Later, and, and you're then, like, why mm. are you so bad at this? <laughs> I think like that's probably like to what you were saying before, Eliza, I think that's sort of what they're ideally aiming for is that with this sort of like, they're aiming for this like slow creeping mm. realisation of how bad it is like and the how, agony of, of the, having like, to experience getting it that worse long. and worse yeah, yeah. Mm. where whereas like realistically that's very difficult to do it's actually really difficult to like up the stakes without actually changing the parameters it's mm. just like they're going for a thing where it's suddenly it feels more and more terrifying purely because you have more and more of an understanding of like how fucked you are mm. but like it doesn't usually pay off that way like mm. they usually have to you know add other elements in to the arena and um yeah it's not and what yeah the stuff they've added in is so weak like you're saying like the dialogue is like whatever someone says and they're like huh the blah 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 they'll be like yeah that sucks tell it to and like it's just everyone being sarcastic and like annoying and millennial and like just so Mm. boring I just found all these people, I'm like, you are so arrogant. Like, you're just so... When they're like, what's the worst death you could imagine? The guy's like, the Sorolek pit from Star Wars. I was like, oh, God. Like, that should be... I think they could have milked that for the horror more, her realising, oh, my God, I hate these people and I'm going to die with them. And, like, breaking up with him on the lift. And then when he dies, she's like, yeah, 
get uh, eaten by wolves or something. That would have been cool. Which I would love her hating the, the men up there. Yeah, totally. yeah. That's great. Well, I feel like she does. Right? No, they redeem <laughs> the other guy completely. Again, they, yeah. they, it, it's the idea of, well, it just, it's clearly written by man in, in the sense of <laughs> being Green. like. It sure is. It is of, of being like, oh, this guy, he's been a dick to her the whole time because his big horrible trauma is a girl once cheated on him. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. like A that. different girl. <laughs> and then she's like, whoa, there's a side to you I never saw before. Maybe you are Aww. a nice guy. It's like. No, well, he's rude because he had a bad thing happen to him. That's happened to many, many people. Yes. Like, <laughs> he's a dick. Like, he dealt with the situation really badly. Like, but, like, plot twist, the girlfriend cheated on him with a werewolf. <gasps> Stunning. That should, like, that would have made it so much better. <laughs> that is the film it should be. Damn. With exactly. Jacob. Yes. With Jacob. He's it's like, ta- I'll keep you warm. He's like, climb us up there. <laughs> 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 that would be oh, so God. cool. Redeeming features. That was a plot point in one Redeeming of those films, features. wasn't it? Yeah. Things that people liked about this film. That shot where all the lights went off was cool. Mm, it and was. Like, it was yeah. cool being like the location. I mean, yeah, like you said, strong elevator pitch of being like, we're going to be up in this chair looking out over mountains and like vastness yeah. and loneliness. The and whole time. I again that just think cool. that I, I kind of have an aversion to this genre of a film now because it's always going to be fine. Like it just always mm. is going to be. Like, which is funny because for a lot of this podcast, a thing I usually appreciate is like a simple thing told well. And whilst I would say the dialogue here means that it isn't necessarily told well, it definitely is just like, I've seen it maybe three times now, actually. And Mm -hmm. every time I'm just like, oh, it is exactly what it says on the box. You've seen Frozen three times? Yeah. Damn. I watched it as a kid and then I got on Blu-ray and watched it and then we watched the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And I just, like, think it is just, like, the thing it is pretty mm-hmm. plainly. Mm. Like, I, yeah, I remember as a kid being like, oh, that story, the idea of that plot of a movie, I want to watch that. Mm. And then every time I watch it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, kind of just what it says on the box. Yeah, it's almost kind of worse when you, like, can realise that it has a lot of potential mm. as a pitch. Totally. Well, even Eliza, you just saying that very simple element of being like, what would it be for the... Again, if you were more interested, if you were as a writer more interested in character and why people are the way they are, you could make a great story about being like why. You, I think he thinks the it's real interesting enough. Of the situation. I think it's interesting. He thinks it's interesting enough as a writer to be like, oh, like at first they don't get on, but then they do get on. Mm. And I'm like, I, I, that's not that interesting. Yeah, uh, actually, that's pretty obvious. And like, and just has nothing his to redemption do with the ending, that ending, where it's like, who will live and who will die, and how does she get out and stuff. It's like totally. that has nothing to do with whether they get on or not. Like that's just basic survival stuff. Mm, totally. Even yeah. like the way it alludes at like them blaming each other for why they're up there. Like yeah, him and being, being like, like, I wish it was you. I wish we got eaten by wolves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, I want to be alive as well and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> what a but like. Such an mm. uninteresting way to resolve the idea of who's at fault here is just having them say that to each other and then that be it. Yeah. Mm. Blah. Whatever. Blah. I don't know. Don't, <laughs> I don't feel very passionately about it at all. Me either. Damn. That being said, be. <laughs> I don't know how passionately I feel about Frozen 2013. Which is Shall wild because you perform. Exactly. <laughs> as Frozen characters. Let's, let's get into let's, it. Let's get into it.
as you know, Frozen is a 2013 Disney musical animated film. It's the 53rd Disney animated feature. And it's about a, a princess called Elsa who sets a off. A queen. A queen. Very true. Who sets off a uh, eternal winter. Yes, queen. Uh, <laughs> that freezes the uh, the whole city of Arendelle. And then they're like, oh, no, we have to stop the endless winter and stuff. And it's about sisterly love. Um, and as Eliza said, I it was very. One of the reasons I jumped at doing this pairing is because I work at a children's entertainment place, center. <laughs> and the most frequent party we get is Snow frozen Queen. Frozen theme. But they it's can't actually, call it Frozen. We have to Snow call it Queen. Snow Queen. Okay. <laughs> and um, especially when Frozen 2 came out, like on eight party weekends, like six of them would be Frozen, would be Snow Queen. And I'm always like Hans or whatever. <laughs> and I just like know the songs. I'm not bitter about it. Yeah, like, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I know the songs. Whatever top to bottom, like, so well. And I was like, it's ridiculous that I haven't seen this movie. Like, I have, even just that, like, you know, when it came out, it made, like, a ridiculous amount of money. I think yeah. it's still the highest grossing animated movie, probably. Mm. Like, it was a huge success. So to finally watch what it was good. What if kids ask you to, like, Hans, what's your favourite thing when blah, blah, blah happens? Are you like, I'm just like, oh, mm, I don't know. I, all <laughs> I know is I love betraying her because that's all I knew about it at the time. <laughs> Um, Wait, is Hans the evil guy? Yeah, you're thinking of Kristoff. Yes, I am. Oh wow, okay. Ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry. Um, had you Wait, seen the they film have before? an evil guy at the party? Well, I yeah, I don't look. Well, I just like wear like the, there's one prince. Like, you're not thing. in character being like a jerk. No, like, no, I'm just like I'm a nice prince. Like he's for the first like half of the movie. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. So you've seen it before? I have. Yeah, I don't remember what circumstances I saw it under, but. Well, how was yeah. your your rewatch? Did it inspire much in you? It was good. Yeah, I sang along. I knew yeah, the songs same. more than I thought I did. I yeah. actually have to say, I it was good to have some more context for Let It Go as a song. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't think I fully understood that it's like <laughs> the whole movie is really them being like, don't feel, Elsa. Don't feel. Yeah, like conceal, they say don't it feel. directly to you. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like, it's time for me to let it go. Woo! I'm like, oh, yeah, that is what you want to do, actually. Was cool. it? In context, as good as you thought it would be, let it go itself. It's the best bit of the movie, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the best yeah. bit of the movie, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of the songs were the best part of the movie. I, I actually mm. quite liked the Olaf one, quite funnily, the summer oh, one. Oh, yeah. I think it's just like one joke. It's like, oh, he's a little snowman. But, but they make a little, song about how much he different. loves summer and he doesn't realise he's going to melt. Like they couldn't fit other other. Well, what I don't like there. about it They're is that they do that. that. And then the rest of the movie, whenever he's melting, he's like, I know what's going to happen. I'm like, isn't the Do joke you? that you don't? Like, I would far prefer it be that you genuinely and he's like, don't oh, know. I'm melting or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. But he's like, no, I know I'll, I'll die. Mm. I'm like, oh, that whole song you sung was a fucking lie. <laughs> well, I have to set it up for the second one, right? Because it doesn't, like, in the second one, he has a whole, like, existential crisis where he, like, <gasps> realizes what he is and. What? Oh. No? no. Did you see the seen, second one? No, I haven't seen Frozen. What's, no. all, what, what's all wow, our character You Frozen have the true Frozen head. You've seen Frozen, Frozen and Frozen 2. <laughs> I've, only, I've only seen Frozen and Frozen 2 once each. Okay. So I don't remember them super <laughs> That's good. still pretty good. I watched them yeah. both during lockdown also, if that nice. like colours it for you. That's, but, I, um, I've heard Frozen 2 is like better. A lot of people like it. Yeah. I liked it better, yeah. Wow. What happens to Olaf in the second one? Well, I don't Spoil no, me. tell, tell me. I, don't, I won't watch it. <laughs> he has some. He has some like, uh, yeah, like existential. Does he get like, like, wow. like, No, 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 no. <laughs> he's he's fine. He just like 
he realizes what he is and it like changes his way of life and stuff. And he has a lot of like, there's a lot of really like meta jokes in it. There's a lot of like meta jokes. But anyway, you should, you should just watch it. Does Does he meet like a village person called like Gosh... Jad or something. Wait, Josh. Yeah, that's what? right, right? I thought you were going to say, does he meet like a girl, Olaf, that has like a bow or something? And I was like, oh my God, that Like so Greta great. from Gremlins. That's <laughs> my favourite. Yeah, the female girl. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was like, oh, I find so many of the big wins and losses with Disney in the last few years so interesting because they perfectly paint exactly what people like. I don't know, just... You know the conversation happening around like people are like, oh, I want, for example, like I want more representation, or like I want, mm. um, or there be better a ideals. huge, huge deal when there's like a vaguely queer character. Yeah, the, oh, in, like, my, a kid's oh my, oh my god, scene. the implication of a character being queer. Oh my god, mm. so exciting! And it's like, why are you looking for those things in a Disney movie? Mm. It's just so interesting to me that this movie like was so championed for so many things that at the same time as it was taking steps forward, it was doing so many things. And I'm like, that's obviously a step back. Like the big thing people herald this movie for essentially being like, it's commenting on true love, like a one true love the whole time. And on Disney's own canon of being like princesses meeting someone and immediately being like, cool, let's get married and stuff. (laughs) And then the idea being that 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 the one true love is like her love for her sister and like the idea being like that thing. And it being Disney commenting on themselves. But then I'm like, well, she still is with a guy. She still does mm. get with the dude, which feels like quite present for the film. And then like, is this a thing that people talked about at all when it happened? The the troll number. Yeah. Um, fixer upper. Right. So. Big filler song. In the musical. I, feel so- I actually the, think it's fun enough. It's fun. It's fine. It's also the last song in mm. the movie, which feels weird. That it's always happens classic, in Disney shows. The song. It happens in musicals as well, though. Like, sit down, you're rocking the boat, that kind of thing, where it's like the show is almost over. They need one, like, fun yeah. song to pick up your energy before. Like, you've been sitting down for two hours. You need another fun, big song in the musical. It's often a gospel-y song, and that is the That's song. exactly <laughs> what. So there's these little troll people, and <laughs> I was like, okay, clearly, like, these troll people are all voiced by, like, people of colour, like I'm going to look that Mm. up and they are and it's like a gospel song and the role of these little trolls... The trolls roles. Is like... You've got to pay the the troll troll. You've got to pay the troll (laughs) Is is that they are like the wise old sage. Like they are Mm. there to give wisdom to the lovely... Family and mentors. Like royalty. (laughs) And like that is like so clearly shit, Right. Did you not think that? Like, did that occur to you? Or were you I like, also or is just that it's part an of an existing conversation as well about inanimated things? They aren't allowed to just be black, black people. people. <laughs> They're exactly. They're like weird animals, little animals. Or like weird beings or trolls. Like, <laughs> like they did with that. Where like we have not... our first queer character in a Pixar movie in Onward. And it was a cop. And it's like a cop. <laughs> and she's like this like real. Uh, like Cyclops. Like brutish ogre thing. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, like you're saying, why are we, we looking sh- for representation in Disney? But it's hard because it's like you shouldn't have to ask for it, or you shouldn't get that excited if they have a character that's vaguely like representational of people that haven't been properly represented yeah. or whatever. I just but you can understand why. should be there. Like it's because <laughs> oh, it they have should. they have so much reach. That, yeah, like you know, you ideally want that. You just want it to not mm. be a factor. Like you want. Oh, absolutely! To be in it's, such an ideal world where it's but just, just not even never get it right. Yeah, and like they, not to speak with like an arrogance, but like that we watch so many more movies and stuff. But like. Being people who watch a lot of movies every year, 
like we, we need to understand that like the average family sees four movies in cinema a year. And I'm sure that's going to be way, way less in the next few years, like probably like two or three or something, which means like the, like obviously a giant conglomerate like Disney, this is the thing that's been given on a platter to them. And as we've talked about many times, the thing that's so scary about Disney at the moment is like, you are being given something that is as inoffensive as humanly possible, like to make the money it needs to make and have the appeal it needs to have. It can't serve the function of art that like has Mm. open ends or questions. And obviously not saying an animated family movie needs to be much, but like escapist fun with a nice sweet message, which is Mm. what this is. But this just definitely made me think about that thing with Disney of being like, well, it frustrates me that, People literally lose their fucking minds over a conglomerate (laughs) giving their perspective on issues when it's like, if you want those things, just find them somewhere else. Mm, Like, I'm not by creators that have that experience. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just like, I'm so uninterested to see how Disney perceives a step forward that has been made by Mm. so many other people. They are never, Disney is never going to be like, we will be the ones to yeah. push the envelope. Once the enough people have done it and they are like, okay, now are we comfortable to do it? They will take but a tiny step But that's why they are trying to do it now because it does make money. Like it is yeah. trendy and commercial now but to it's, be but it's, mm, at even least still, so superficially inclusive. It's so safe. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so safely done. Again, the like, implication of a character being queer. It's yeah. never like this person's gay. <laughs> yeah. The two heads of Disney's like diversity board are the two men that run Disney and they're both called Bob <laughs> and they're both white. <laughs> like... Yeah, oh, why, why would you expect them to do to what audiences yeah. actually want? Or not even happened. audiences, like us or like yeah. film Twitter. Like it's not, like you say, families that will pay no. four times a year to go take totally. kids to a movie. Totally. And again, like I, I find it, like I, I thought it was very sweet and enjoyed a lot of it. I just found that part where I'm like, oh, this film has been heralded for that reason so much that, yeah, just uh, like... I talk about it so fucking much, but like it's why I find like Star Wars The Last Jedi an interesting one because that's another case of Disney like producing a thing that comments on itself. But that mm. is a thing where I'm like, this feels like you let a creator do what they wanted to do. And, and like, it was sort of against the grain and critical. And the statement of it was what, yeah, we mm. have to champion a new way forward. And then literally every Star Wars product since has been the opposite of yeah. that. It's been about like the safe thing that you know the love. Mm. I think even the sister thing, like that's what you go into Frozen for. Or that's how it's marketed. It's like, you know, I mean, so many Disney things are loosely based on an existing fairy tale and this is mm. based on like, you know, the Ice Queen, Snow Queen Hans thing Christian of like an Anderson. evil queen. Yeah. Yeah. And in this they flipped it by being like, oh, what if she was actually nice and tragic and it's mm. sort of like about her little sister looking on and like being the one to sort of save her or they save each other or whatever. They they don't spend much time together in the movie. All their conversations are always really fraught and really like urgent and like yeah. because I get it's part of their story that they haven't grown up together. But like you don't see them interact or love each other or and like the reason that she's at risk at the end um is partially because she runs out into the storm to find a boy. And it's like, absolutely. Well, it's I think not this is that centered in the sisterhood thing. Exactly. Also, a contributing factor to why people like the second one more is because there is you actually more, more of that dynamic. Because, mm. like, the start of the second one is like, oh, we've both like come into our roles now. We're both like we, yeah. powerful and self actualized and that sort of stuff. So we can like communicate in a way that's like not colored mm. by all these like shitty external circumstances, which then, of course, 
happen again because there has to be another conflict but mm. um yeah. no totally i i definitely felt that throughout it um i was mm. glad it was a musical i was like that like these songs are really fun and needed um but yeah i as happens with like every animated movie and really happened for me in like the back end of this like i, I honestly like have it now even with animated films that are like ostensibly like clearly very high quality like this year's the mitchells versus the machines like just the nature of animated things not having like reality and like gravity or like science to the way people survive circumstances means the action set pieces are so boring to me. Really? Like, the way that like animated Isn't that things what makes them get so like, good? But I just don't find it very fun to watch just like. It's kind of just like Rube Goldberg machine vibes of like people just like flinging and flying off stuff and catching the thing that's there. I'm just like. There's no, I don't know. Huh. It's an interesting one that just like I rarely get very excited anymore by an animated film being like, and now there's a big like CGI what like about animated the monster things we stomping about how after great us. Its and... action scenes were weeks ago that had like amazing action scenes. It definitely does. I agree. That's a film that that does. But don't you think that like them being chased by a big like giant snow monster thing mm. is like okay, this is this part of it, and then like. Having a yeah. car chase, essentially thing like sleigh chase away I from think, like wolves, but I don't, things like not, that just aren't. All, all I mean is like from my viewing perspective, when a mm. thing like that happens in a movie like this, I'm like, oh okay, this part of the movie. I think that's not animation as a medium, though. Like you're not saying that. Oh no, I'm not saying that I about think it's animation. Like a trend. No, 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 I'm not saying that about animation at all. No. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a I'm very post Pixar and also particularly Mitchell Mitchell's versus the machines. It's like the Lego movie syndrome. Like so many movies have that now where like you've complained about it with Pixar movies like Soul and stuff. Yeah. Actually less with Soul. No, but Inside other Out and yeah, yeah, Inside Out. And where it's like they are so out. over screen written. It's like you can tell they're like, oh, we got to set up this character's motivation. We have to set up that this is the beautiful item from her family that she'll remember at the last minute. This is like a little fun joke that will actually be a weapon in the last scene or whatever. And it's like they feel so reverse engineered backwards where it's like in Frozen, entangled in all of these, they have like a talking animal and a non-verbal funny animal. They have a this, they have a that. They yeah. have like all these moving parts. And this movie has like about 40 minutes of backstory <laughs> before yeah. it starts. And it's like, oh, okay, it's the coronation and this happened. Yeah, I found the first go. 15 really like jarring yeah and I was like, oh, whoa, like, you have because, like multiple different time jumps and yeah setups. they have to set up so much stuff and then like it feels like it starts and it's less interesting or but it's then less at the end like, it fits together so perfectly mm. every part of it is like exactly in the right spot in the jigsaw mm. you're kind of just like oh okay there we it would go. have been cool if there was still like a tiny bit of tension at the end yeah like, or ambiguity or yeah yeah but I guess that's that. It's like a fairy tale. It's literally meant to be like a fairy tale Disney movie for kids. So well, I don't know what I'm asking for, but I know no, you mean. I, I find that quality annoying as well, where you're watching stuff like that snow monster bit and the troll bit, and you're like, "All right, this is filler." But that's what like, I mean. You're like, I think that's what I mean. Also, maybe is yeah. you're like, "This is that bit. It's that mm. that bit needs to happen now." And I'm just yeah. Like, there has okay, to be a little chase. Chilling. There has to be a reason that yeah. they go here or there or whatever. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I and, think yeah. like with stuff like The Incredibles and Fantastic Mr. Fox, there's enough like unexpected left turns that mm. you kind of like it keeps it keeps it moving. And there's also and also like mm. a lot deeper characters. I say I've character back work. those characters more um, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Like they feel very real. Because they're mm. like the premise of something like The Incredibles is that they're rooted in this like 
that's real suburban. Like that's the whole tension of the film is that it's like this reality but what if they had superpowers? Like they have to actually be real people who live in the real world. Yeah. Whereas with something mm. like Frozen, there's no pretense of that. Yeah, there's it's just even like just already magical Deus Ex Machina, like all the time. Totally. Mm. There's already just an element to be like, whoa, two sisters who like haven't talked essentially or hung out for like 15 years, like or like something ridiculous, like a decade or something, like they never talk to each other. That I'm like. Oh, so like I don't really get how you are both the way you are and like the way you talk to each other. I'm like, I don't know if that's how you talk to each other if you saw each other. I don't know. Like obviously it is implied that there's like they had this great relationship and now it's been mm. broken or like mm. it's been tarnished. But in the way you're talking about, like in an Incredibles, you like know them so intricately and like love them and the and way they engage. And that exposition feels so snappy and fun. Yeah. Like you barely think it's you, you, it's really fun watching these superheroes be like yeah. ordinary people and like engage in that ordinary way whereas here it's just like she's a princess and and mm. her sister's the queen who's like somewhere else for most of the movie yeah i think also yeah. like maybe compared to because would you say you prefer like the disney renaissance like little mermaid and beauty and the beast and all that shit compared to like now these more slick ones that are like kind of meta and comment on fairy tales and stuff i feel yeah, like in I those wonder. they all of them have that like broadway show tuny vibe in mm. frozen i feel like you don't have the ensemble like there's that one song the troll mm. one where it's like a group number and apart from that it's always princesses singing at each other or royal characters yeah, yeah. just like, and like main the characters. Funny character number yeah. yeah i think that takes away a bit of the like cohesive or like yeah, feeling of it and that I was always there also, in like i think it, those it's old an animation Disney style ones. thing as well of being like what those 80s, 90s ones have mm. is the music sounds different now. It's more pop MT. Yeah. And it's hand, but it's still got this hand animation that's improved since Cinderella and Snow White and stuff that makes it these like worlds look really interesting. Whereas like CGI animated snow isn't necessarily super exciting to watch for me. Like it's fine, but I was never like, whoa, this is beautiful. Like I was mm. just like, I assume this is how we make these things kind Aww. of look now, which is why I go like a Pixar doing something like Luca, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm like, oh, the way you, I've, I've always enjoyed the way Pixar realizes like the real world, like mm. real human spaces and soul has that as well. Like I remember yeah. being like, whoa, light and shadow in this movie is so beautiful. Like the way the skin reflects and stuff is so beautiful to me. Whereas in this yeah, I think everything just kind of looks like it. Like or Disney you film. can see the marketing and all of it, I reckon. Yeah, Being you can like, see the toys. How <laughs> can she transform into this costume so there's a couple of different dresses that kids can buy at Target or whatever? Totally, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, can we talk about, is this a, a random one, but like, so you know the whole thing is like the kiss. She needs, she needs like a kiss, true love so kiss to not kiss. get frozen. Exactly, but then it's that because of true love, it's not well, a kiss. Thought. I think is it kiss or is it just true love? No, she but that's what I mean. Get so love so in some way. Uh, the kiss, a uh, uh, true love's kiss, would break her being frozen into a statue thing. Mm-hmm. But then earlier in the movie, into a blue gate, Elsa was statue. told into a blue gate. Elsa was told like, "Oh, the endless winter will be broken with an act of true love." So her like sister defending her mm. 
was the thing that broke it, not the kiss in the end. And I was like, oh, couldn't you have just made it that she kissed her sister? Like, that's just like what I was like, is that a weird thing to be like, mm. just kiss your sister on the cheek or give her like a sweet little kiss of love on the You mean lips. why didn't they realise it before that point? Well, I was just like, it just felt so, I don't know. Is this a weird thing? But I was like, it felt so precise that I was like, this movie does not want her to just like give her sister huh. a kiss and have the kiss be like a kiss of true love. But like the true love was her sister. Yeah. It just felt like a weird way around that, that I was like, that felt quite, I think there could I think there mm. could be some like potential gray area and like pretty hefty <laughs> uh, kickback if they had. Yeah, some is sisters, that a weird like, thing? I was like, just like, sister on the cheek. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I, I think do. they want to get around like, that. They, they want to have that. that I was not like, happen. why is that a thing? I was I don't know. It just felt precise to me that I was like they made a way to wrap around this. Also, um, actually, have a very funny audio for us to put into this episode of I put on my Instagram. I just could not stop laughing at, in classic Disney style, they don't trust the audience to understand what's just happened. Mm. So it cuts to Olaf and he goes, an act of true love will thaw a frozen heart. (laughs) Um, And I put it on my story and the wonderful Karis Oka uh, did her um, impression of it for us. Wow. So you can listen to that now. Beautiful. Here we go. The act of true love will thaw a frozen heart. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, I love her. Oh, wow. Joya. So that's little Olaf for you, helping us understand the very complex plot point. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Wonderful. Maybe this film would have had some uh, staying power and tension and ambiguity if um one of the characters had like brutally broken their legs at the end. <laughs> Yeah, it needed a bit more of that, hey. Or some wolves. There mm. were wolves in this I movie. I mean, they had oh, a big jump off a cliff. Yeah, there was two wolf chase scenes in both these movies. Yeah. Yeah, they right. did jump off a cliff. They really? And they, <laughs> they were flying. Wolves they were fine. terrifying. It's all about how you land. <laughs> yeah, they That's landed what, right. That yeah. guy, Zac Efron guy, should have just done what they did. You've got to transfer them. Anyway. His problem was not being in an animated movie. He, like, wanted to break his legs, that dude. <laughs> he had no... Like, I think that's crap. like his fetish and he organised that whole trip being like, oh, my God, <laughs> what like, if oh I no, break my legs? Like oh, legs. no. Oh, my God, they look so fucking broken right now. So <laughs> okay, great. Let's compare them. Oh, my God. So this is going to be one of those interesting comparing of the picks where it kind of seems like we're a bit... Um, we had a lot of negative points in, in, both, in both of them. <laughs> I think so. I think, well, my initial impulse to both the movies is like all the things I liked were just so conventional that like they almost don't feel worth commenting on. Like mm. both the films are so like perfectly average to me that like the things that stood out were just the things where I was like, well, there was a more interesting choice to make there or there was a better choice to make there. Um, We pointed out with, the horror film Frozen, that the characters were unlikable and, like, overly negative, and that with Frozen that they felt, like, overly conventional in a way that, especially with the mantra of the movie, it felt like they didn't necessarily or have to be. overly organised. Yeah, everything feels very put in the in its place to fulfil the role you know it's going to towards the end. Um so maybe it's one, do you think it might be one of personal tastes today, Liz, of like what kind of a film do you enjoy to watch more? Because I know I prefer to watch a horror film. Yeah, but it's what which film does better at what it sets out to do? Would you really say among horror films, Frozen does what it sets out to do and Frozen, 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 nice Frozen? Yeah. 
didn't do that, having yeah, made look, that much money and being a fucking sensation mm. from kids for like pretty much a decade at this mm. point. To be fair, the nature of what sequels and reboots and stuff is now is like a bit scary because they're like, I feel like in the 2000s and 90s, like sequels and reboots and spinoffs and shit have always kind of been a problematic thing to really follow with start investing in. And especially because it's just snowballed over time. <laughs> okay. It says a direction we're heading in. Right. But like, I feel like the nostalgia sequel or the kind of like by nostalgia sequel, I mean like a force awakens the hall- the new Halloween, mm-hmm. the kind of thing that's like in this film, we are commenting on the nature of the thing you love, mm-hmm. like what that was. And frozen is definitely that thing of being like, through this, we are commenting on the conventions of a Disney princess film. Mm. So, like, even though it sets a shitty standard that the fact that I think sequels and all these things are better now, I think they're made with a lot of attention to detail because they know that people, like, there are so many fans and, and people know what they want. audiences are so literate now. Exactly, really audiences know what stuff. they want and, like, yeah. they know what these things are and, like, nerd culture and shit is so huge mm. that it means the qu- calibre of these things is way better now, which is what excuses a lot of people to not actually seek out anything else and just be like, yeah, but, like, MCU films are so good now and stuff. Mm. And you're like, well, yeah, but it's very unchallenging. Anyway, a big ramble to go on. <laughs> Even though Frozen does that, I think it is... a cool step to be taken in that form like it is a better step than just making another princess movie yes i think it is cool to be like no we did try something here we said one true love and like putting all of yourself into like a man and that yeah. validating you is shit and i'm like and yeah the that is a statement sure. the guy that you thought she was gonna end mm. up with and stuff but even his evil well turn is no, like i thought it was cool oh it's so obvious oh no no mm. not no not obvious um i like his turn but his he does a villain monologue. He just does an evil rant. Mm. And I hated it. I, I was really looking forward to the turn. I, I was You're like, like, this is my character. I'm hot. <laughs> I, exactly, I was ready to learn about it. But he literally, <laughs> I don't like the idea that we've, like, obviously he's been lying the whole movie, sure. But, like, the nature in which he literally, like, engaged in every single conversation was completely yeah. false. Like, he's straight up Jekyll and Hyde. Like, he's, he's just another yeah. evil sociopath narcissist prick and I'm like well that is very like that seems a bit like lazily written to me but I I don't know it's a kids film it's fine okay both movies are called Frozen something I thought children's movie 2013 Frozen did Mm. better was its depiction of frozenness and iciness right like the movie starts with people singing a song where they're like ice 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 and they're like (laughs) ice can be nice ice can oh my god wow Disney (laughs) hire me Uh, they sing a song yeah where they're like ice can be dangerous it can be cool it can be whatever and they god this thing is loaded with people singing about ice and the whole design and everything and like as many ice centric set pieces as you can have Mm. in the horror movie Frozen I feel like they they could have conveyed more about like what it's like to be skiing like that and what mm. is so especially painful and uncomfortable and scary about being out in this cold snowy thing. And sometimes totally. towards when they were having those heartfelt conversations towards the end of the movie, the actors like were not shivering. And I was like, "Oh, I forgot this was the big threat cold, that you're literally. cold the whole time." I even just honestly was like you should have lent harder into the idea of being trapped in a circumstance where your body is going to start failing you. Mm. Like other than the hand getting frozen on the thing, it's just that like their their lips are a bit white. 
Mm. And I'm like, I would have, I, I think it is a case where we go like, what is the use of gore and violence? And I'm like, well, in a film where it's like, what is scary about the circumstance of Frozen is like, essentially, unless you do something, you're sitting there waiting to die. So we should see that. We should see more of, like, her getting frostbite in mm. her cheek is not nearly as affecting as it should be. Things like yeah. that where I'm like, you actually should have, I reckon, gone harder. You should have been like, what is Nose it to be fall trapped? Off or something. I just think, yeah, just be like, oh, my God, my body is failing me. Like, that is really scary. I think what they're going for, though, is, like, a the dual, um, the dual scariness of, like, your body failing you if you just want to, like, wait it out. Because, like, their two options are damned if you do, damned wait it out don't. or escape. But, like, and if you escape, how are you going to escape? Thing. Yeah, mm. it's like you have to choose the right escape. Like, they're, that's mm. something that they're very aware of is that there are a series of, like, wrong escapes that, like, will contribute to them dying and like there's also a degree obviously of just like that being down to like chance and circumstance and things just like going wrong just mm. because like the the um the person in the snowplow who like drives through but like doesn't hear them because it's nighttime and they like throw the skiing pole at it and yeah all of that mm. sort of stuff like that kind of just comes down to chance and things but yeah i think that like they're also trying to make you focus on being like because it's that survival movie it's like which is going to be like the right way out of this? Like, mm. when are they going to find it? How are they going to find it? But it's like, it kind of just happens to her, as you said before. Mm, like yeah. the, the chairlift just breaks. Like she doesn't make a choice to escape. Yeah. She's it's just suddenly true. given a path out. The movie, and she's like, oh God, okay, I have to take this path out. And then she just takes it and it works out. The movie's yeah. never interested in the choice between living or dying. It's actually just like Which, waiting. you know, I've like, yeah. gone back to it a lot, but Poseidon Adventure and Towering Inferno again, where it's like that movie, this was... 50 years ago and they realised they have to have another level of storytelling to be like mm. it's a spiritual thing of will you deal with like just accept your circumstances or will you fight and stuff and you never see the characters discussing that. Totally. I don't even like know what their relationship to living is. It sounds <laughs> dumb but I'm literally like no how much do you enjoy your life? Like do you want to live? Like, Maybe I don't that's know. what's yeah. so weird about it to me is I've just thought about this is that like she survives. She's the only one who survives. She's the only one who doesn't make a choice. Mm. She's the only one who doesn't it's like, like she's the rewarded for that. Exactly. She doesn't take any agency in her own mm. escape. It's handed to her randomly, mm. and then she kind of just takes it and like runs with it, and it's fine, just because <laughs> it ends up happening to be fine. But also, she's the character of the three of them that I like actually like the most. And I like if anyone was to like make a bold choice, I would have wanted it to be yeah. her. Whereas there are these other two fucking douchebags, <laughs> and they make bold choices, and they're both terrible bold choices, and they both die. Yeah. And it's like it's such a confused and what if you message further assert about like, whether or not you're meant to identify with her? Yeah. What if you mm. further assert that these guys are dicks like they you make them actually like more toxic influences on a person and make her more not feeble but more like you yeah, kind like, of i'm been... too scared we could just wait here yeah, and, and your she's whole like life... we can live without food for five days exactly like, no i'm gonna be a hero and they die immediately and exactly. then the whole movie you... is just her by herself being like Ugh. totally what if <laughs> and like you set up five days up there what if we straight up see her be there for Better like way longer and like, she has a little hallucinations little musical she's number crazy. and Elsa it's just the idea by. of like when is the pacifist when is the person that lives in the backseat yeah stepping up like that is what that movie should be mm. Mm. Damn. Well, we just made a because we just made a better version of that film. Whereas with Frozen, <laughs> our other Frozen, I'm like, well, you're just exactly what you were gonna be always. I guess. I don't know. I just 
still don't know what pick. I'm going to pick. Pick. Go. Choose now. Um. Okay. Let's see. If I... Uh... Do you, will hearing mine help? Because you'll be like, well, oh, wow. Well, I actually like the other one. <laughs> or... Okay. I'll say right now, despite what I said before, and I do like horror, the horror part even of Frozen. The Scary other Frozen, Frozen lets me down. Whereas I like the songs in New Frozen. I had some giggles. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Cute. I'll go with I'll go with animated Frozen. It's hey. also given me a livelihood to a degree. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll give it to that. I think it's definitely 2013 Frozen. Cool. The yeah. musical Disney, whatever. Yeah. It's a good movie. Come on, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That's true. Yeah. I would not say. Who scary was your Frozen favorite is a character? Um, I was surprised I like at how Christoph. much I liked Little Olaf. He's a cheeky yeah. little boy. I liked when he was like, I don't have bones. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We didn't do that stuff. He'd be yeah. like, I've been impaled. I was like, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of funny. I don't know. There's not there's not many people to like. It's like, quite, yeah, like a limited cast. Hey? Imagine being like, oh, Anna or Elsa. I love them. <laughs> Lame. Um, they were boring. <laughs> it does such, like, it does some creative things within the bounds of the aesthetic that it defines for itself. Mm. Like, it's like, okay, everything ice what can we do with that? And mm. stuff like, oh yeah, I've been impaled and it being like silly and not bad is like, you know, they're yeah. like, they're having some fun with yeah. the concept yeah. they've given themselves. Whereas like yeah. the deaths and the intensity and stuff in, yeah. they're not, they're not, not exciting. They're nothing yeah. about it really like surprises you. Totally. Yeah. yeah you can't, sorry. I'll may, I, I'll be the one to say it. I don't think you can kill of your three characters. They can't both be killed by wolves. Yeah. You can't kill both of Especially them. Especially if the premise of the wolves. movie is the chairlift thing. It should be like involved with that. Like it was somehow. a wolf movie. Crushed it wasn't by the a chairlift. chairlift movie. It was a wolf movie. Yeah, yeah. one of them fall starts onto, to fall onto a ski or something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> body parts should have been fallen off. Like someone mm. should have gotten frostbite and a body part fallen off. Anyway, disappointing. Oh. Went, well, you know, it would have been really funny if he was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to climb. And he stands up and his arms fall up. He's like, ah! <laughs> that would have been good. A little joke. Much better movie. Wow. It. Congrats, Frozen. Well done. Well, it's actually go... quite popular. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hmm. You should all go check it out. I don't know what platform Yeah, I'm not sure if it's on, on any streaming services. Yeah, either. I don't know where you would find it. Um, indeed. Well, let's go check if our triplet in the attic has hypothermia up there. Eliza, do you have a triplet in the attic for us? A little rejected third piece of media that would accompany Frozen and Frozen quite nicely. Yeah, let me just dust the snow off this LP I have of Kate Bush's second last album she put out, 50 Words for Snow. Because Ooh. as I said, I think the scary Frozen, Today's Loser, didn't have anything to say about coldiness and snow. Frozen had a good attempt and this album is based on the concept that like Inuit cultures have like so many different words for different kinds of snow and all the songs are set in that sort of wintry tone great to listen to while you're wearing little pajamas inside it's all cold um it's like it's only been released in like the last 10 or 20 years so she her voice is like a lot more mature and like not as high like nice alto voice and it's Lovely and wintry to listen to. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> What's I yours? Love that. That's a great one. Thank you. Um, I, I haven't listened to it before. I will. Mm. Um, mine is, I'm wondering how other people will replicate this necessarily. 
but I guess I could ask mum for the recipe. But I, as I said, I really enjoyed watching both these films very comfortably. Uh, and with one of them, that comfort was with some pumpkin soup. Oh. <laughs> Since I've moved out, mum makes like giant pumpkin soups <laughs> for me and I could have it for every meal of the day. You chuck some cheese with it mm. and you have any kind of bread with it and it Cruste. warms the soul. You like hold the bowl with your chilly little hands. Because my soul. apartment gets a bit cold. You hold the bowl. <laughs> little you trolls, got- you got to pay the toll. Oh my God, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you could make an album actually though. You I do don't some want clean to. raps. <laughs> I did not like to. Please don't say that. My, all of my rap career has just been me going to lies like, I promise once I did a really good one when you gave me the Keanu Reeves prompt, but I've never done a good one other than that. You wow. know do a Keanu Reeves rap right now? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. Let's see what John Wick has up his sleeves. Keanu Reeves, he's a movie star and we really believe he's a nice guy. Not a small fry, he's actually pretty tall. He's got a ball oh. in the Matrix. And reloaded, and the other ones I don't know it. I, <laughs> I need to watch them. I Does he really have seen. a ball in them? Oh, like he has a ball. I thought you meant he has like a basketball or something. No, I mean he he's a... just a baller. Like he's just oh, he's a baller, right? Great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you did really well. Does he have a basketball in one? No, he doesn't. He have does a basketball not. In okay. balls, so. Oh, is there a basketball court in the second one where in, in one of the fight sequences? I think there might be. Actually. Oh, they like, fight they on a basketball court. Visualize a basketball court. It's this like. Wait, are we talking about Matrix or John Wick? I'm talking about Matrix 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Reloaded. Yeah, not in that. Revolutions. Okay. There's this, like, I don't even remember the name of it. concrete playground yeah. bit where they have this, like, Wait, epic fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. It's very unimportant. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, that fight scene, when you watch it slowed down, it's so funny. <laughs> where he's, like, fighting, like, the hundreds of... Oh, the million Hugo weavings. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to watch it slow down. Like, watching them all topple over, like, bowling pins. It's actually really entertaining. <laughs> mm. Um... Uh, yeah, well, but that's mine. Yeah, like a really nice, warm pumpkin soup nice. when it's cold. This, we're going, in, yeah, it's very chilly at the moment, Melbourne. And let's well, put the recipe in the show notes. We should. We can do it's it. Really nice. I also have like a particularly excellent oh, really? pumpkin soup recipe that I Ooh. have come across because there's a um, there's a really really excellent restaurant. I'm quite close to here actually called Moroccan Soup Bar, which is up mm. in Fitzroy and here um, Edinburgh Ooh. Gardens and stuff. It does the most amazing food and it's all like, yeah, traditional Moroccan oh, cuisine awesome. and stuff. Um, and they have their own cookbook. The restaurant has their own cookbook. That's sick. So like my Christmas present to Hannah last year was oh. I bought her the book and so that I would like cook stuff from it oh, for her. Oh, that's so sweet. And they that's have so the most cute. excellent pumpkin soup that I've ever had in my life. Does it. it have like so a secret like, weird ingredient? You're like, oh, I wouldn't have thought Yeah, it has that. some stuff in it that really, it has like. Coke. Don't give the secret recipe away. <laughs> it has like I mean, almond, almond <laughs> meal. So it has like oh, gra- really? almond meal and honey and like citrus and chili and Damn. stuff. Jeez. And it's all, it's quite, quite complex. honey in there. Yeah. It goes into Does the it, almond it meal. It turns into this like paste oh and it like, oh, it's, cool. it's quite incredible. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I'll have to show it to you. Yum. We should get back to the folks with these things. That's yeah. Amazing. And in return, we need folks to get back to us. Yes. With- Whoa. Great <laughs> right with the transitions today. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. As mentioned before, please send through any general questions for our mailbag episode. We'd love to hear from you. But we also want to discuss on next week's episode movies that should be musicals. Because <laughs> we think, I guess, that week we'll have great movies to bring to the table. That's exactly it. We'll be yeah. able to talk lots about 
musical numbers in next week's episode. So we want to hear from you about movies that you've watched and you've been like, they should turn that into mm. a musical. You wish the characters would just express their feelings in mm. song. You want to see the cast do a little boogie. You just think it yeah. would suit. Does anything come to mind for you guys? Mainly rom-coms, definitely. Yeah. Where it's like, it would be so much better if the character just had a song where it's like, I want to do And then they had totally. a song where they fall mm. in love and stuff. I think Death Becomes Her. Oh, would be such a good musical. There's already a musical yes. number in it. Mm. And also, like, it suits the I thing on Broadway. Me. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. Oh. And it suits the Broadway thing also of, like, having some fun, like, stagecraft magic things, like, with her, like, yeah. breaking her neck and, like, Little the gun, like, the magic. hole in her chest. Like, that's, I mean, that's quite hard, hard to moment. do. No, but you know what I mean? Like, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and Beetlejuice at the moment having lots oh, of, like, stage uh-huh. theatrics. Mm. I actually reckon it'd be a I just think really it's like it's one. a big diva show, you know? You yeah, have like, exactly. Yeah. It's like War Paint. That show that a few years ago, with, you get like Patty mm. do it. Wow. You get, yeah, you like reel Kill back it. in bet. Midler, get Jeez. it in there. <laughs> uh, it'd be great. Hmm. Yeah. Now I'm sad I can't see it. I think that'd be really good. Maybe that, I bet I'll look it up and they're making it. Oh. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, so you can do that for <laughs> let us know for next week's episode. Also, on, yes? Oh. Nothing. No, no, no. After you, I want to hear. Oh, I was just going to say, give us money. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. That's what <laughs> yeah. we love. Donate to our sexy new buy me a coffee. Yes, the link is below to that, it as is. well as to all our socials. Our email, as always, is twinpixpodcast at gmail dot com. That's it. And next week's episode, we will have on one of our lovely loyal listeners to the show. Who I feel so bad. We've been talking about having her on the show for so long. And I'm so disorganized <laughs> that I'm always just like, oh yeah, fuck, I have to have Molly on. I'm so excited to have Molly Ward on, who is just the best. And we are going to be talking about two excellent drag queen films. Woo-hoo. The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Huge. Yes. And Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Wow, oh, what a complex yeah. title. Truly, a <laughs> chunky title. Does that have like more than one colon in it? Sounds Wong like it Fu, does. Comma. Thanks for everything. Oh, the Adventures of Priscilla Queen of the Desert is also longer than. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be. I mean, people just call it Priscilla or Queen Priscilla of Queen of the Desert. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, Woo, that's I next can't week's. wait for that. Yeah. It's going to be so good, indeed. Yeah. Well, we look forward to hearing from you with all your responses and questions, and don't forget to put on a jumper. Don't forget to let it go. Oh. <laughs> I was trying yeah. to fix her up a joke. I Don't forget to mind. roll when you land. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just do a little somersault when you land. If yeah. you get stuck on a chairlift between this episode and the next one, don't be a dickhead. Just be nice to the people you're with. Yeah. You aren't better than anyone else. Mm. We're all people. But also just observe the safety regulations and if it says that the ski slopes are closing just don't go up on yeah. them like just don't take a chance on it that's just hubris there's no need f- they'll be there tomorrow they're probably in It'll australia they probably won't be there tomorrow but it will be you know go elsewhere when what you were can. they thinking idiots anyway bye bye, bye.